0: You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, Episode 10, and today we're talking about the power of visual models, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Samantha Riley, and I work with thought leaders and experts to help them double their income, their freedom, and their impact to create a business and a life they love. From my business background of 25 years, I've learned there are three key areas to growing a successful business your mindset, your talents, and the people you surround yourself with. Here in the Business Lab, we'll interview successful entrepreneurs and deep dive to discover the exact strategies that they have used to build their business so that you can experiment and implement these strategies in your business too. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome back to another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I am your host, Samantha Riley, and welcome to Episode 10. I can't believe that we're at Episode 10 already. Doesn't time fly when you're having fun? I was just having a look at our download stats and having a look at the listeners or where our listeners are located across the world. And it's so exciting to see that we've got listeners in Australia, in the United States, in Canada, in France, in Germany, in the UK, in South Africa, the Philippines, and a whole host of other countries. And I wanted to thank you for listening and downloading each and every episode that I put together. I also want to give a shout out to Tim Hyde from Winmore Clients who gave the show a five star rating and, or a five star review and rating on iTunes and then emailed me and we had a little chat. Uh, really appreciate it, Tim. It's great to hear from the people that are listening to the show. So if you wanted to leave a f- review on iTunes, I would love to give you a shout out on the show. Uh, And then, yeah, email me, reach out, let's have a chat. I'd love to know what you love about the show and also what you don't love about the show. This show's for you, so I want to make sure that I am giving you exactly what it is that you want. Let's jump into today's episode with Renee Hasseldine. Today, I'm talking with Renee about visual models and the use of models in your business. I invited or interviewed Renee on the Unlimited Influence podcast a couple of years ago, so it was a no-brainer to invite her back and interview her again. She's taking us through the four visual models that we need to attract prospects into our world and the models that we can use to easily and effortlessly turn those prospects into paying clients. So grab a pen, grab a paper, Renee drops a ton of value in today's episode. So without further ado, let's welcome Renee Hasseldine. So, I'm so excited today we're here with Renee Hasseldine, who is the IP Assets Queen. I love it that you're a queen of IP Assets. <laughs> that is super sexy. <laughs> um, I've invited... It's sexy to us because we know what it means, right? But exactly. And we will dive into this because I know that there's probably people going, great. That's really great, guys. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. um, what, what are IP assets? Exactly. <laughs> IP.
0: But I have invited you here today because this is your genius zone, Visual Models, which I'm also a fan of. And we had we were already nerding out. And I said, if we don't press record now, we're going to be nerding out all day. Um, so
1: I've <laughs> never done that
0: before. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> so I've invited Renee on the show to talk about the power of using Visual Models in your business. And how to use them to become the go to expert in your niche. So, Renee, let's start off. What is an IP assets queen? Let's start there.
1: Yeah, yeah. What the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, IP simply is an acronym for intellectual property. And so, when I talk about intellectual property, I'm specifically talking about taking the stuff that's in your head and turning it into something tangible. Most of the time for me, that is in visual models. Um, But, you know, if you've written a book, that's actually an asset that you have in your business and it's based on your intellectual property. So, you know, there are a bunch of other things you can do to turn what's in your head into something tangible, something physical that is an asset in your business. You know, if if you're creating these things... You know, so I'm talking about the creation of intellectual property assets, but then, you know, from the other angle, then you'll also have lawyers who, who specialize in protecting that stuff. And so then they'll be talking about the copyrights and the trademarks. So when they talk about intellectual property, they'll be talking about how do you actually protect it? So when I say IP, I'm talking about the creation of intellectual property assets, taking the spaghetti that's in our heads because, oh my God, how much shit do we know? Yes. Am oh, I just like swear. <laughs> a bit late we've got there now <laughs> we can we can edit it no it's, it's fine <laughs> i'll continue so yeah. taking the spaghetti message in our head because you know as experts as thought leaders we know so much stuff right and so often when we're thinking about how do we share that with people it's well, where do we start because i could just talk for 20 days straight without taking a breath about this stuff i, I love it you know i know so much stuff so Yeah. Taking that spaghetti mess out of your head and turning it into something tangible that's clear and succinct. So that's what you help people do. You help them get that spaghetti mess out of
0: their head so that it makes sense to other people.
1: Yeah. And you know what? It's actually, firstly, it's so it makes sense to ourselves because because we get so caught up in how much we know, even for ourselves, it's hard to be really clear about how to express that Succinctly, It's not like, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's that kind of, you know, you're at a friend's barbecue and people say, what do you do? It's not like our jobs are like, oh, I'm a doctor or a lawyer or this or that. That's a simple one word answer that everyone just gets. Totally. So it's, you know, when you, when, you, when you kind of create your visual models, I feel like it really helps you to clearly and succinctly explain what you do.
0: Yeah, and that's one of the biggest problems that I see people facing when they come to me or like before they start working with me or, or when they do is that they come and they're not able to clearly articulate what they do, you know, mm. and it's like, it's like they've got a dot to dot in their head and they've gone from dot one to dot ten and they haven't realized that the people don't understand the eight dots in the middle because we're, we're automatically joining the dots in our own head like you say, because we've been doing it for so long. So how do visual models help that? How do visual models help people explain what they do so that other people
1: actually understand? Well, visual really is tangible. Um, so for, you know, a lot of people are visual, but it also helps people with the recall. You know, again, going back to, you know, for people who are co- for experts and thought leaders, A lot of what we sell is, it's intangible, it's hot air, it's a result that's not, you know, it's not like you're going in and I'm selling a water bottle and I can feel it and I can touch it and it's, you know, it's something tangible that I can hold on to, I can decide if I like the weight of it and the colour and blah, blah, blah. You know, what we're selling is different to that. So by putting a visual model on it, it actually starts to make it more similar to the tangible stuff that we're used to buying and we're more comfortable buying. So I think that that is one of the key reasons why, they're so so powerful and i don't i don't necessarily say it's fair because i actually think you know in some ways like i have clients coming to me with 24 years experience freaking experts at what they do. And that should be enough for people to go, yes, I want to work with you. But the difference between them before the models and after models in terms of sales conversions is just like, you can't compare.
0: Because you can actually see the process. So if I'm on the other side of the table and you're showing me through a process, I can see very clearly we're going from here to here to here. And for it means that we can go Well, I mean, there's lots of different models and I'm certainly going to ask you about that in a minute, but it gives us a a starting point. We understand I'm here and this is where I'm going. Whereas someone's explaining that we may not be able to see that same progression.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I mean, I can go on and on about all the benefits of it, but you might get to that later. So,
0: (laughs) well, if I don't, I'm sure you'll pull me up on
1: it. Uh, No.
0: (laughs) So that's the way visual models help. They help you be able to articulate it. And I'm, I'm... from what you've already told me, it's not just that we're able to clearly articulate it. I think it's from what you're saying, it's that we're able to get a hold of our thoughts and put them in proper containers before we even start explaining.
1: Yeah. And once you've done that, if you want to, you know, you can leverage the heck out of them because then, you know, you've got your models, you can then go write a book on them. I mean, I wrote my book in three days because my models were created. Like it's so easy to do when you've got models, online courses, you're live workshops, um, blog posts, newsletters, everything you do can be based on these models. Um, I haven't written an article, a newsletter, a blog post for two and a half years because I just give all my intellectual property to my content manager and she can just repurpose them. And that is weekly content going out every week based on, you know, still the content from my head, but she just repurposes it and knows exactly what to do with it because it's in a form it's not, it's no longer locked in my head where only I can actually give it out to the world. It's in a format that actually someone else can can share and you know mold and play around with and get out to the world. so
0: Which super, I'm going cool. to take a little detour here for two sex
1: before we actually shut
0: the gate on that exact topic. What I'm also hearing is that from those models, And because that's our IP, that the content doesn't need to be new all the time. We're repurposing the same content over and over and over.
1: Totally. Yes. Totally.
0: Because how many people do you see getting just stopped in their tracks because they feel like they need to be creating content that's new all the time? Where in actual fact, our ideal clients or our prospects have the same questions and the same stumbling blocks. So we're just repurposing the same thing over and over. Absolutely. Absolutely. Stop trying to reinvent the wheel. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I love that. So if you're listening or you're watching now, just stop trying to reinvent the wheel. If that's all you take away from this, which it won't be, that one, that there is a huge gold nugget. Absolutely. So that's how visual models help. I know that you are so sexy. That you have a model that explains
1: the models.
0: <laughs> Can you? Take I do. It?
1: I have a model that explains the models, and it is definitely sexy because sexy is the acronym. I love so. it. So let's so let's let's talk about that, Renee. Let's dive into that. Okay. Can you explain so to us the you- sexy model? Yes, I'll explain the sexy model. So for those of you who are taking notes, write down the letters S, E, X, Y down the left-hand side, and I'm going to fill in the blanks of what those four stand for as we go. So the first one that starts with S, the success model. So the success model is all about showing your clients what are the keys that they need to master in order to achieve success. So for, I'll give you an example, my clients, for example, want to be the go to expert in their field. Now I don't deal with any of the sales and marketing stuff. I'm not showing them how to be seen or how to do that sort of stuff. I'm showing them how to actually claim and own themselves as the go to expert. So firstly, they need to own their zone of genius. They need to be super clear about what actually is their special, unique gift to the world uh and for me that's my visual models uh and sam you know that's your positioning and building profiles and all that sort of yeah that's my thought leaders positioning model we're totally on the right track here yep yep so so the first key is that you want to nail your zone of genius secondly you need to have experience and it seems so stupid sam that i actually need to say this but you know you wouldn't believe no you would because you've seen i do i know this yeah You know, you know, the people who go out there and say, hi, I'm a business coach and they've never run a successful business like that. Just I can start a rant there, but I won't. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the third key is to create your intellectual property assets. So there's my example of a success model for my clients is these are the three keys you need to master if you want to be the go to expert in your industry. Mm -hmm. And those are the three things. And so as I'm explaining this for me, I'm visualizing my model That has those three things. And so this is another great way that models help because when you're having a conversation, when you're doing a speaking gig, you know, you're sitting having coffee and you start scribbling on it the back of a napkin, your models just help to prompt you and remind you what are the important things that you need to pass over to this person that you're speaking to. So Mm. there you go. That's the example of a success model. That's the S. Then we move on to E. The E is the educate model. So the educate model is all about. How does your client get from A to Z? Now, A is the problem they come to you with, their starting position, you know, what is that situation? They're in Z is, this is the result, the outcome that I want. Now, clearly, you can't do this unless you know who your ideal client is, what problem they have and the result that they want. So, that's super, super important first up. Now, the educate model is all about doing. So, what does your client need to do to get from A to Z? So, this is all the doing the action items. So, you know... For example, you need to get really, really clear about who your ideal client is, the problems they solve, solutions you provide. That's the the clarity chunk for me in my educate model. Mm -hmm. Then the second chunk is actually creating the IP assets and that's about creating, testing and tweaking them. And then thirdly, it's about having the ongoing support to make sure that you're getting the feedback that you need to make sure that your models are going to the highest level. That's like a three-step process to... How do you create and become the go-to expert? Love it. So, so that's the educate model. And I just, the, the main key I want you to take away from that is that is about the doing, the action steps that your clients need to take to get from A to Z. I mm, okay. love
0: that you've touched on that action piece because that's really, really important, especially like you said, because we're selling something that's not tangible. So, that has yep. to be the
1: tangible. Love that. Cool. Yeah. So yep. The that's, the how, that's the how-to bit. And so, if you, you know, and just another kind of extra bit of info on the educate model. If you're going to be creating, you know, a course, a program, that sort of thing, that's what you base your modules on, that educate model. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, the X. X. The X is the excite model. Nice. So this is about getting your clients excited and inspired to take action. And this is the model that shows value and it actually shows your clients what they, where they aspire to go. So the Excite model will show what are the typical stages of someone who is your ideal client. So for example, for my clients, mine is a rocket, I've got a rocket shape and down the bottom is chaos. And you know, I've been in the in the coaching thought leadership industry eighteen years, and all the newbies I see, they're in this zone of chaos. And you say, "Oh, cool! What do you do?" Like, oh, I'm a life coach. Okay. Who do you work with? Anyone with a heartbeat. Give me yeah. a client. I'm so <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, my favorite one. I work with everyone. <laughs> yeah. I work with everyone. Yeah. That's how it usually comes out. And then yeah. we, I interpret it and go, yeah, anyone with a heartbeat. I'm yeah. sending you no one. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, you, you know, not only are you making it hard for yourself, but you're making it hard for other people to refer people to you when you're in that zone. So that's chaos. Yes. Then you move up into clarity and that's when you start to become clear about who you are, what you do. Then once you clear and you start attracting clients, you can start to show consistent results. So that's consistency in that third layer. And then moving up from there is then you can start to build credibility because you're showing consistent results over and over again with the same type of client. And then you can build the credibility because you can take the stuff out of your head when you've got those patterns showing and then you can be the go-to expert. So, So that's a rocket shape for me. And what happens when you explain an excite model like that, especially when I've got the visual in front of me, easy for somebody to then identify, you know, if they're your ideal client, they'll identify where do I fit into this? Like where am I actually up to? Mm -hmm. Am I in chaos or clarity or consistent? Like they will naturally self-select where they're up to in the model and they'll decide they want to get to the top. And so suddenly they've got, there's a gap for them that they want to close. And when there's a gap, they can see that they need something to get them there. Yes. And that's what motivates them to take action, whether that's working with you or not. They, they actually now have some leverage and motivation to do something.
0: Absolutely. Because we're, we're educating them what the gap is. And we're educating them that we can help them fill that gap. Whether or not they take it is another thing. But at least now they're aware of it because before they start speaking to us, they know something isn't right, but they don't necessarily know what it is or they don't know how to articulate it or they don't even understand
1: what's going on. And I think quite often as well, we can feel like our situation is unique and, you know, no one can solve our problem. But when you actually see that there's a model and, you know, there's a model because I've seen thousands of people go through this exact same process. You can start to go, Oh, okay. So there's proven this is a proven path and I can actually, you know, trust this person to show me how to get to the end. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's your excite model. Awesome. So
0: we've got so far the success model. We've got the educate model. We've got the excite model.
1: Let's bring this baby home. The why. The Y stands for yes. The yes model is all about having your clients saying yes, yes, yes to working with you. And
0: all I'm picturing right now is that that scene when Harry met Sally and she's got the apple pie. was having, and I've
1: just shown my age. <laughs> no, no, that is pretty much where that comes from. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us about the yes model. The yes model is all about having your client saying yes to working with you, and that is through showing them the benefit. Now, I'm talking about benefits, not features. You know, if you're selling a computer, you you know you're not going to care about it. it's got one gig of RAM and this much. You know, like the numbers. No. What I care about is it's going to be super fast. You know, you're going to be able to create blah, 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 whatever it is. I want to know what the benefits, what are the benefits of working with you? So for me, the benefits for my clients, and again, see, as I'm doing this, I get to picture my model in my head so I can just quickly work through each of those things. So the first one is about marketing. So if you want content marketing on tap, create your visual models because you will have an endless stream of content Uh because you can just repurpose your models over and over and over again and you get to pretty much build instant credibility and authority because when people see that you have the models they can see that you actually have the experience and the knowledge to to have the experience and knowledge to create that you've got to have you know a lot to back it up so yep. you know really it does it, it is an instant credibility booster secondly sales and this is a this is in my 18-year journey as a business owner, sales has always been a challenge for me until I started creating my own visual models. I was doing it for clients for way too long, but I wasn't doing it for myself. Plumber with a leaky tap, anyone? Um, (laughs) But the second I started creating models for myself, my sales conversions went like crazy town. So, in 2017, my sales conversions from a con- if I had a sales conversation with someone on, on the phone, I had 100% conversion rate. Wow. Models, models. Wow. That's it.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> like, like, just well, what I love yeah. about models is you're actually selling the system you're not selling yourself and this is a huge thing we're we're in Different. we're in we're selling a service we're selling ourselves and how many of us hate selling ourselves you feel icky mm-hmm. and it's because the intention's on us we're we're placing the intention on us as soon as you're selling a system you're selling the outcome you're selling the yes.
1: the framework you're selling all of that stuff it's so much easier. Oh, my God, Sam, that's exactly it. It's exactly it because what it, well, it did, it felt icky and wrong to me to go, oh, look at me, I'm so good, you should pay you to work with me. Like, you know, yeah, it just it never felt good for me. And I'm sure there are heaps of people out there who will now, you know, contact me and want to do some mindset work with me. I'm, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no but you know contact Renee and and explore your sexy
1: models because I get high on models (laughs) yeah for sure they are so exciting yeah so that's your sales so we've got marketing and sales Then we come around to leverage. So the other benefit that you get from creating visual models comes into leverage. So if you're currently working one-on-one with your clients and you want to be working one-to-many, having your models makes it so much easier because selling a a group program is much harder than selling one-on-one and getting results for your clients in a group scenario is harder than getting results in a one-on-one situation as well. So having your models will mean that you have you're more likely to have success in both the sales and um, the results for your clients. So super, super important. Also, if you're bringing on team members, you want other people to actually provide your service or train other people in your stuff, then having it, you have to, essentially you have to get it out of your head first. Mm-hmm. So that's another really key, key thing. Mm. Um, the fourth benefit of creating your visual models is, I've just gone completely blank. Hold on, let me just visualize this model in my head. I've got marketing, I've got sales. I've got <laughs> Raving fans. There it is. Love it. See how good this is? I didn't have to look at my notes and just like, okay, Renee, close your eyes and visualize the model. <laughs> love it. Raving fans. Who doesn't love raving fans? Tell us Who about that. Yeah, because raving fans really, Um, we, we do. We all want raving fans. Otherwise, we won't have a business. And... The thing is when we're clear about what we do, so are our clients and they can, when you've got your model, they can actually see a clear roadmap and they're more likely to implement and follow through and get the results because they've got that certainty that they need to see that actually, you know, if, for example, if you've got an A to Z process and they're up to C and they start freaking out and go, but Sam, why don't I have Z? And it's like, that's because you're up to C Let yeah. me sh- like, yeah. remember this process. Like it's okay. You're on the right track, you know, you're you're moving in the right direction. You're making progress. We're on our way to Z. And so by having the model and the roadmap really crystal clear, you can increase your retention rates and ensure that your clients feel that certainty that they need, that they're on the right track. Yes. Um, And I think that's super, super cool.
0: Yeah. And that's really important too. And that's funny that you, well, it's not funny. You should mention it right now. That's what we're talking about. But I was talking to someone else this morning and I just said to her, With these, it was something that was completely not related to business. But I said, I'm getting these results. Tell me, is this normal or not normal? And she couldn't understand that I was trying to get. All I want to know is, am I on the right track? And because there was no framework, I didn't have certainty. So what we're actually doing is giving our clients certainty that they're like, okay, cool. I understand where I'm at too. Because when they don't have certainty, that's when the wheels will start to wobble. And that's when they'll be like, you know what? I don't know what's going on here. I don't understand what I'm doing. I'm out of here because when yep. we're going and implementing new things that are that we've never done before it's extremely scary because you're in yep. this zone of i don't know what's going on you're in this unknown and this fear yep. zone by yep. by saying you're stick to this roadmap this is where you're heading you're like hey i still feel uncomfortable but i know i'm on
1: the right track yeah that's and that's what we need you know the number of times i've asked for refunds from you know, from experts, it's been pretty much about that is that I'm not, I don't trust the process. I don't feel like, you know, if I'm I'm not getting the results that I thought I was going to get and I I can't see how I'm going to get them. And this, that reminds me of a quote I heard once That's
0: your clients will leave when they run out of future. So they Mm. have to always know what their future
1: is. Otherwise they will leave. Yep. And your vision models will give them a future. Love it. Love it. Yeah. 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 And the last key I just wanted to point out in terms of benefits is that you will leave a legacy because how much heart and soul and energy do we put into our businesses? Mm. And if we were to get hit by a bus tomorrow and we die with the information in our head, that's it. Gone. Gone. So get it out of your head, put it into a tangible form and so that you can increase the ripple effects and and have more of an impact than you ever will with one-on-one one time bam
0: Benefits awesome model. so good so your so the four imperative models because I know you and I've got a lot more than four models oh uh, my god yeah. <laughs> this Let's is a starting ahead. point <laughs> yeah. this is like where do you start <laughs> yeah so you start by getting sexy by getting your six, by creating a success model your educate model, your excite model and your yes model. Yeah, beautiful. Now, we're go- I've got a question and we were having this little conversation just before we jumped on the call. Nishing. I know that this is I, I, this can open a can of worms. I feel that too many people don't niche themselves properly and that's why they can't get clients. Does getting these models out of their head help them on that process to finding their niche by helping them put what they know into certain buckets?
1: It can. It, the two are definitely interrelated, but when I work with clients, they need to be they need to niche first because I think it's in order to create your models, you need to know who that ideal client is because you need to know what's their problem and what is the result they want. Otherwise, how like otherwise what what problem are we solving with these models? We need to know what questions we're answering. Mm. So um, you really do need to know your ideal client before you create the models. Otherwise, you're just going to create a mess, um, or it's going to be too general and vague, and it's going to not speak to anyone. Yeah. Um, so you know, you really need to do that work. You know, and. You know, I will do, I do a little bit of that refinement with clients before we go in and creating the models because I want to make sure we're act- actually, you know, really, really clear. But yeah, it's, you know, I'm not going to take a newbie and create their visual models because I don't think that's a, a service to them or to anyone. Mm, um, totally. You need to have really got some consistent results with, with clients and, and really be clear about who your ideal client is before mm. you can create great quality models.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, you wrote a book, Share Your Passion, a couple of years ago. And that was, that was, now I've actually read this book a couple of times because it's a great book and it was about content, uh, putting together online courses really, wasn't
1: it? There was seven so it was well it was about extra. yeah, seven stages to take what's in your in your head, extract what you know, and turn it into leveraged products. So it was kind of a bit broader than just the models side of it. The models part of it was stage four of seven. So the seven stages was you know if you're creating an online course, writing a book, running workshops, whatever the the leverage product was, it's the seven stage process to do that.
0: Yeah, so you had this seven stage process, that was your niche and it was a tight niche. People knew exactly who this seven steps was for and last year you just went, you know what, I'm going to niche within the niche and I'm only going to work within stage four. Can you tell us what that's done for your business? Because I'm a big believer in niche within your niche and you are the poster girl for niche within your niche. (laughs) Thank you.
1: I'll take
0: that. (laughs) I'm the poster girl. Yeah, (laughs) sexy, a queen, and poster girl in one girl in one episode. Seriously,
1: (laughs) I'm so hot right now.
0: (laughs) Tell us, tell us what happened. And actually, before you tell us what happened, let's go one step back. What inspired you to to just focus on that stage four right at the like right from the beginning?
1: Oh, Sam. I almost, when I had the realization, I, I wanted to kick myself because I had all the clues and all the signs that stage four was my juiciest bit. But I ignored the signs for so long. So I do want to share a bit of this because I know for people listening. I hope that sharing this will help them to go, "Oh my God, I'm I'm ignoring the signs of what my real zone of genius is." So when I was using that seven stage process that my book is written about. And I was running group programs and all that sort of stuff. We'd get up to stage four, week four in the program and I'd go, oh my God, this is the best bit. You're going to love it. I get so hot about this stuff. And I would just like, seriously, that was my language. I'm like, this is the best bit. It's orgasmic. That's the language. So if you are talking about, you know, if you're in the process of the work that you're doing, I'm talking to the listeners. (laughs) um, You know, listen to the clues. Listen to your own language about the stuff that you're working on and the things that you're saying, this is my favorite bit, this is the best bit, oh, my God, I love doing this stuff, the stuff that you can stay up till 2 o'clock in the morning doing and not even notice the time or you can work all day and not eat lunch and not even think about it because, oh, my God, it's so much fun. They're the clues. They're the clues that this is your juicy stuff and this is your zone of genius. And I did. I ignored it for, for years. And I continued to do the first three stages and then the juicy bit and then the last three stages of my program. Yeah. So, and, and, so and I think a lot like of us do that.
0: Yeah. Were you, af- you knew that, you knew that that was there and that was, you know, hitting you in the face. That was the best bit. Were you afraid to niche into just that
1: stage four? I just didn't even think it was a thing. I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind that that was a possibility at that point. I don't know. I mean, now I look back and think it is so obvious today. How did you miss that? <laughs> how did I miss it? Seriously, mm, Sam? Yeah. How did I miss it? But it, yeah, it, it just, it wasn't actually a fear thing at this point. Cause I, you know, after 18 years, I finally, you know, really owned the fact that you need to niche and all that sort of stuff you know I did resist for many years and I was in chaos where I was like give me anyone with a heartbeat um, that was me oh look but I'm sure
0: all of us have been in that position at some stage or another I think that either we're extremely lucky or we're lying if we don't say that all of us have been there at some stage or another
1: yep yeah totally so yeah it just I, I can't explain it Sam I just I just didn't, didn't see what was hitting me in the face
0: so once, once it had hit you in the face and you actually paid attention to it because you were sick of being battered and bruised, <laughs> can you explain to
1: us what it did for your business? Oh, I have, this is, these are just like the, the easiest sales of my life. I have like in my workshops, getting bums on seats is so easy. People just are lining up to work with me because if they want to create visual models, they know that like I am the go-to. Like, mm. Who else are you going to work with? This is all I do. I do nothing else, just the models. This is my zone of genius. So it's just a no-brainer because I'm excited about my work all the time. Um, I know this stuff inside out and back to front and clients feel that. Yes. They're just like, well, who else would I go to for this stuff? Like I'm not going to go to someone who does 500 other things and models is one of their things like because they'll be okay at it. But like this is my only thing. Yes. I better be bloody good at it. Well,
0: let's hope. No, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. I know you are. Your models are awesome. I get excited about your models. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, my work here is done. Blackball. <laughs> I was <am> impressed. <laughs> Love that. So, I believe that you've
0: got a gift for our listeners who are possibly getting as excited as visual models as we get. What have you got for I other? hope so. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and if you're not, you should. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like what, have you not been listening? <laughs> 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 so um, I would love to offer your listeners um, my free a free mini course. So I've got a course on the power of visual models um, and they just need to go to shareyourpassion.com.au and they can just download that course and just get cracking, like get started. Mm, make it happen people
0: absolutely like I said right at the beginning I've invited Renee onto the show because the power of visual models uh, is just it will change your business like there is no doubt in my mind it will change your business so totally get on it um, and grab Renee's video course And have a play and uh, see where it takes you awesome thank you so much Sam Renee thanks so much for sharing your excitement and sexiness today I really appreciate (laughs) it (laughs) thanks for joining us here in the thought leaders business lab (laughs) thanks for having me Sam do you want to grow and scale your business so you can make an even bigger impact One of the reasons I've been able to achieve the success I have over the years can be attributed to one simple factor, surrounding myself with like-minded people, people who think big like me, who have a desire for growth, and who understand the challenges we face when growing and scaling a business. That's why I've created a free community, especially for thought leaders and experts just like you, and I'd love you to join us. Just request access to my free Facebook group at Thought Leaders Inner Circle. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to share this on your favorite social account. Just head to SamanthaRiley.global forward slash podcast, click on your favorite episode and you'll see the buttons right there to share the love. And as this show is new, I would love, love, love you to leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. See you next time in the Thought Leaders Business Lab.